Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. Today we talk about pastors are people too. What? So, uh, just wanted to clarify, if you thought you heard a weird sound right before the intro music, it was Justin going, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So, so yeah, you're not, you're not going crazy. Your, your, your AirPods didn't blow up. Yeah, your car yeah. system didn't mess up. I was up just like trying that. to be funny. Also, uh, last podcast, recent podcast, depending upon where you, where and how you listen, we joked around with some alliteration with peas. And you were like, pastors are people. I thought we were going there again. No, well, now that you've said that, we're going to over-alliterate again. That should be our mission. Great. <laughs> to, get to how many alliterative sentences can we... The Pastors of yeah. People podcast. I just totally seminary and made up a word. Alliter- alliterative. <laughs> Probably not even a word. All right. But, uh, so small disclaimer. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a not serious one or not. It could be a not serious yeah. podcast. I think it's a the intention when we started was maybe lighthearted kind of yes, relatable. like hey, you need a laugh. Yeah. And yeah. so, so I don't know where this is going. Um, but here's kind of kind of where it started. I was I was legitimately thinking through um, all the dumb things I've done in the last week. Man, that's a. <laughs> I bet that was a lot. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about like unin. Well, I am talking about unintelligent. I'm just talking about like. So obvious that there are so many things Mrs. I know, yes, know nothing about. Yeah. Like, uh, could be a comedy movie. For example, um, there was no oil in my car this morning. Like, okay. literally was was left my driveway and and started driving uphill, and the oil light starts kind of like blinking off and on. The car is thirty years old, by the way, so don't you know. And uh, and I know it burns oil, and so I was like, uh, I guess I should turn around and maybe top it off. So I pulled back in my driveway and <laughs> and, and took the stick out, dry as a bone. <laughs> I think I put three quarts in a car that takes four and a half. So anyway, but here's uh, glad you made it. Here's 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 the thing that that kind of makes this probably a little bit more uh, of a non not serious type thing, if that makes sense. Um, I think one of my underlying passions as somebody who's in ministry is to not be viewed as a pastor all the time. And now I sound weird, but here's say, say here, that again. Here's what I mean. Like, like I'm like, I don't understand. My brain does not understand some of the, uh, I don't know how to say it, but, and, and this applies to more than just a pastor. It's anybody who's a spiritual leader. It can be a coach. Like mm-hmm. when you're in high school, like, um, it can be a, a teacher, a, a or boss, a, a teacher, a parent, okay. um, somebody you looked up to. Anytime we get somebody in that view, yeah, there's an element where we forget they're human. Mm-hmm. And and I'll use this phrase. And I think I think in our situation, it's only by title. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's when you when you tag on there the reverend or the pastor or the whatever, and they mm-hmm. work at you work at a church type deal. Immediately, all these things come flooding in, and so it's like. Anytime me and my wife, and I think I've mentioned this, meet new people, my wife is very social, very beyond open about everything that's going on in our lives. But I'll have to tell her, like, hey, don't tell them I'm a pastor. <laughs> let's let's let that flow out naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the reason. As soon as they learn that, the language changes, the conversation changes, yeah. the way they behave changes. They, they stop get, talking they, to you. They get really <laughs> nervous. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they do stop talking yeah. to you because because yeah. all of a sudden they hear the title mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you can't have a real conversation. Mm-hmm. And so I think part of that is um, you know, you 
we all do that. Like there are people that like if we ran into them or when we're around them, we have this persona of who they are, this assumption of who they are, and we forget that they're as human as we are. Yeah. And so one thing I want to be careful is like we're not talking about what I, what I would consider some very needed expectations on the morality of a pastor and how they're at a higher place with lots of things and there are certain things they should, absolutely should not be involved in and and moral things like that. So we're not we're not even diving into that. Right. Right. But I will say this, like we we all have struggles. Mm-hmm. Like there are times like I will get up to preach and it is a spiritual battle because God has given me something to preach that mm-hmm. I need to hear. Yeah. And it's torture, yeah. like to some degree. Like it is really, really tough when I'm getting up there going like God, I'm I'm the last person in this room that should be speaking on this. Right. Like right. I'm horrible. Like like <laughs> like please never give me a sermon on anger. Like <laughs> or patience. Yes. Or, yeah. Oh gosh. Please not patience. <laughs> Sorry, I or said the, yes. that word. And so I think that's one of the things that it's really humorous when you end up being in a room like, and I and I, I just use pastors because that's it. I think once again we can do the same thing with lots of different roles and things. We definitely can do it with our parents. Yeah. And you forget that like they're humans. Like they yeah. have exhaustion points. Like yeah. they're gonna make mistakes. And so I, I can remember one of the greatest examples of my failure. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, is we moved into a new house. Our neighbors had a dog. Um, not a, not a nice dog. Okay. And so. Long story short, it's the first week we're in the house, and this dog like basically chases my mom and nephew back <laughs> into the house, like angrily. And so I walk outside because I get to walk out of their car and just to check and see if the dog's out there. Well, I instinctively grab a bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Matt's walking in his driveway with a bat, just kind of looking around. And and my thought process is this: okay, animal lovers, is a stick prevents you from having to hurt it hurt a dog. Like, if you mm-hmm. have it and you smack the ground with it, nine yeah. times out of ten, you never have to use it. You just wave it in the air. Right. And for whatever reason, it deters a yeah. dog. You don't yeah. have to mace them. You don't have right. to do anything worse than that, Jeez. right? yeah. Um, sorry. Former <laughs> runner, you always carry, like, like animal mace on you. But um, anyway, so I go back out, and it seems to be clear. And so I wave my mom and nephew to come get in the car. Well... All of a sudden, like, I hear the dog. <laughs> you hear the chains. Right. Well, I mean, and the deal is, is like, so my heart rate's up, and I'm, like, looking around, and I'm waiting, like, to kind of, like, scare him off so they can get in the car or whatever. And it all comes out the front door, and it's, like, it's 10 feet out, so it starts, like, really barking. Well, the owner comes out after our neighbor. Never met him. Okay. And... You've, you've wound up, right? You're I'm wound up, right? <laughs> I'm wound up. And so I find myself, long story short, the dog, he gets the dog back inside and he looks down at me. And I found myself holding the bat, pointing it towards my neighbor that I've never met, going, can you keep the dog out of my yard? Right. And so all of a sudden, I've got a baseball bat and I'm threatening my neighbor. Right. First time I met him. <laughs> First time I met him. And so this second time we meet him, my wife does her thing because that, that was the husband. We met the wife. And we meet her, and she knows about this incident. And my wife doesn't quite make the connection that, hey, first time I met her husband, I was waving a bat at him. Um, (laughs) And she goes, yeah, oh, yeah, he's a pastor. And she goes, you're a pastor? (laughs) It was like, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like, oh, gosh. And I'm in that moment, I'm sitting there, I'm going like, so I had a fail. Yeah. Like, I wasn't trying to be, I wasn't even like mad at the guy. I was just amped, right? Yeah. 
But in that moment, I'm sitting there going like, in my head, I'm running through all the panic things. Great. They're never going to come to church. This is going to be the one story they tell that lets them know that pastors are all fake. Right, right. You know, and so like, that's where I'm trying to think through like, there are a lot of people that I meet that have one negative interaction Mm -hmm. with a pastor, a involved leader of a church. They read a news story. A Christian. Yes. You know, I mean, you, you could simplify it down yep. to just a believer, a follower of Christ. It doesn't have to necessarily be a, 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 the pastoral position. I think the reason why we're doing this is, one, we're two pastors, but very often we kind of get already in in a, a preconceived notion about us once that card comes out that, hey, we, we lead in a church. Yeah. Oh, I'm building walls all around me and projecting things upon you because you're you're a preacher you're a pastor yeah and so i think a lot of times we overcompensate like i'll put it on let's go to the believer level so you are known to be the believer at work and you're hanging out with everybody and they're like hey work's over let's go do this and it's one of those you know they they're they're going out to get drinks whatever and you're sitting there going uh this is kind of on the edge but i want to get to know these people and i need to but i also need to like i need to and you get caught because you're like i need to model Right. what a Christian is and who they are, but I also need to connect with them. Right. And so a lot of times, like, one of my misses will be is, like, I'll overcompensate the goofiness yeah. of trying to be a normal guy. <laughs> like, like in, he, you're laughing because you've seen me do it, yeah. right? Like, like I'll just start, like, hey, let's talk about sports. Let's do this, da, da, yeah. whatever. And, and I'm talking about stuff I'm actually interested in. Yeah. But I can also see, like, they're like, oh, you watch TV? Like, I will get that right. reaction sometimes. <laughs> right. Right. And, and, and then I'll find myself like giving an opinion, it, and I'll just use sports because it's 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 light. I'll give my opinion on like a player of like, hey, where I think they rank on this chart or whatever, and it'll be like a strong opinion, and I can already see the person's like leaning back, and I'm like, I'm just, I just, I just you do something other than read the Bible, right? You yeah. know, <laughs> and so like I think that's it. And then now let's put put you on the other side of it. Yeah. Okay. So what happens when you? have this lawfully opinion of somebody and then you see the crack in the glass. You see them lose their temper. You see them respond negatively or you hear them suddenly and sharply respond to a political event or something. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa. Well, so I have it in my notes here. We, we live in a, a Marvel comics dc comics world right we're just we're just inundated with all these movies these shows that that give us an idea of what a a hero looks like a superhero someone who's just flawless right you think of captain america and 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 all those things uh what i've what i've titled it is a pedestal problem right we put these people on a pedestal staying with the peas yeah more alliteration uh and they're not superheroes these normal people they're not you know, that's Hollywood, that's fake, the Marvel and the DC. But the people that we put on pedestals, they're not superheroes. They're human, just like the rest of us. So if we treat them like superheroes, if we treat them as higher or, or different or better, uh, they're going to fail us. They're, they're, they're going to Absolutely. fail us every single Absolutely. time. And what becomes even worse is when they fail us, uh, and we've talked about this in, in different contexts, uh, if we hold them in such high regard and they fail us, then they can become even villains. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's what happens to where it's. I'm never stepping foot in the church again because I knew a pastor who did this, and yep. you've held that person to such high regard, and you see them have a moment of weakness, you know, and then it completely breaks it. And again, we're not talking about 
Um, we know there's some pretty terrible things that have gone on and go on with 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 believers and 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 spiritual leaders and pastors and churches. We're not talking about the morality. And yes, we we both know because we're in it every day that there is a higher level. We feel like of accountability that you that you accept and you step into as a, as a pastor in a pastoral role. But really, even as believers, we all do. Yep. Um, but but we know pastors do as well. We're not necessarily talking about that, but we're talking about. I, I mean, I can I can remember different leaders at, at a church that I grew up in going, man, they look like they have it together, and then watching them have a moment of weakness that looks like me, yep. or to get frustrated and go, they're just normal. And the truth is, they absolutely are. We're broken people in need of a savior, and that's a commonality that we all have. Right. Um, we all have our our stories, our our bat stories, right? We all have those right. stories yep. that we we've messed up or we've shown a side of us that that we that we shouldn't have passing a church member doing 70 and a 35 as on the wrong both side dri- yeah. as you are both ro- driving to church yeah, yeah and and you see them at church and they confront you about yeah. it you know <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's it i love the pedestal problem yeah um because one it's more p alliteration from yeah. our previous podcast and all <laughs> i didn't even do that on purpose <laughs> we're, we're, this is oh, gonna man. be our i'm just letting everyone know like me and Justin are going to be doing this on accident for the next two months. Yes, precisely. Um, but anyway, and I also like, I just, quick side note, like one of the things that saddens me mm-hmm. when you see, um, and, and we'll use pastors, for example, but a pastor like commit one of those mm-hmm. egregious, mm-hmm. you can never be a pastor again mm-hmm. type things, has a failure. And, and I think in the church world, they use this phrase, a moral failure, right. you know, whatever. Right. And it's almost like we write that person off as evil. Yeah, yeah. They become villains, like I said. Yeah. And and never recover. Right. And that's the extreme version. And, I mean, you know, obviously, like, I mean, this happens in the sports world all the time. Like, you don't even have to be guilty or it have to be true. And all of a sudden, everybody's just throwing you away. Yeah. And then somehow you make a recovery and they build you. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and it almost, in that world, like, at least you're getting the positive and negative side of it. But it's like in the church world, man... Yeah, you slip up, you're done. done with you. Yeah, and that's and that's not right. You know, that's not how the Lord has given us that example. Again, I'm not saying that there can't be accountability. I'm not saying that appropriate action doesn't need to be taken. It absolutely does, and it has to. And and that may the consequence of that may mean that you lose your uh, influence or authority as a as a as a pastor and a leader, and you have to step down. And you and you don't have that anymore. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that that's not the case, but I think one of the things that we have to understand is that when we understand that pastors are human too, believers are human. Everyone that we encounter is human. Hopefully, um, we all make mistakes, but we must own up to them and we must apologize to them. And we've talked about this before. One of the most humbling things is when I mess up in front of my kid, and I have to go to my seven year old and go, "I've literally told you not to act like this, and I did." Yeah. I act like a, a child yep. in front of you, and I'm sorry, man. Will you forgive me? That's a humbling thing, but it also lets him know, hey, my dad's my dad's human too. He's yep. going to mess up too, but he still loves me, and there's a way to make it right. right. And I think I think for all of us, like us knowing and having this conversation, prepares us to be able to step into a world where we have people that can disciple us mm-hmm. and lead us spiritually. Mm-hmm. But we don't have an unrealistic expectation that they're always going to be perfect and do the right thing. Right. They're going to have bad days. They're right. going to have valley moments. They're going to have struggles that they're working through. Yep. 
Well, talking about this community and discipleship, if I run across somebody who never has a valley moment and who is perfect, I don't want to be around that I immediately person. think they're fake. Yeah. Well, like, they, that's, 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 a, that's a struggle for me. Like, that's one of those things, like, entering the church world. When I encounter somebody who is, like, rainbows and butterflies every Sunday. Yeah. And then you can't relate to me. You can't, you right, can't, yep. you know, in Christ, even his example, he came into the world. He was wrapped in flesh, came down, felt the things that we felt, was, you know, was tempted, was tried, was, you know, he understands and he gets us. That's the beauty of, of having a savior that became human, but fully God, fully human and understands that if you can't get my struggles or you can't understand yep. that I mess up and you mess up and you can't tell me that you mess up. I'm probably not going to spend a lot of time with you because right, yep. we're not being real. You yep. know, that's that's not how it works. And and bringing this whole thing, because you mentioned like the Marvel Universe and we find a hero, we put these people on pedestals, and anytime you put somebody on a pedestal, they're going to disappoint. Yep. But you take that to the Savior level. Jesus was God who walked in human form and was without sin. Right. Like he literally is the only one that deserves to be on the pedestal and the only one that is not going to disappoint. Right. And I think that's part of the problem. I think it becomes a little bit of a, you know, you can call it celebrity culture, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we can find those people. And, and I think the world we live in now is we find those people that we're not connected to, mm-hmm. that we only get the podcast, we only get the video mm-hmm. sermon, we only read the edited 700 times book. Mm-hmm. And we go, oh, they've got it. And then over and over again without fail, you know, we there was, there's a pastor we won't name, uh, passed away two years ago. And then... Everything came out that his mm-hmm. life was totally different. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, well, I guess I got to throw all those books away, right? right? And I think that's that's the miss. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to realize that God is the only one that is not going to let us down. Yep. And that everybody else is human. And God can use broken people. He does. Yes. And he will. And, and you can't throw people away uh, because they've made a mistake. Again, there are consequences, there are actions that we need to be accountable uh but you look at at Saul and Paul, like you know the same guy who who did some pretty terrible things, um, but God used him in a mighty way, and so we can't we can't throw people away because God doesn't throw people away. Well, and I think that's that's a very important point, and and we can go back. We said we weren't really going to talk about it, but apparently we are. Um, like when you have a pastor that had that that played a significant spiritual role in your life. Mm-hmm. And then does one of these, and I'll call them jokingly because this is going to be a book at some point, an unforgivable sin, right? Yeah. Um, when they do that, that mistake doesn't discredit God using them previously. Absolutely. And so a lot of times I think that's where people with, I'm going to use this, this loosely, that don't want to dive in and work through that awkward mm-hmm. bail. Mm-hmm. Because they go, oh, well, I heard them say this, and they told me this principle that has taught me a lot about God and his life, and they told me this pattern that we need to do. But because of this mistake, or this alleged mistake, all of a sudden, that negates everything that God did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, we're in my office looking at my bookshelf, and I'm thinking of the times <laughs> that a pastor has fallen out of rep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm grabbing the books off the shelf going like, well, I guess yep. these same spiritual truths that have been taught for 2,000 years that he just happened yep. to write down 10 years ago don't matter. Well, that might be a good heart check, too, to go, yep. if, we, if we're if we buying the books because of a personality or we're yep. buying a book because of a person, then we've fallen into that same trap of that pedestal of, oh, they're the authority, I'm putting them on a pedestal, when in reality is, forget who the author is, forget who that person is, it's it's the principle and the truth 
that they're claiming. And so if it's if it's true two years ago, and then something happens, it's that principle is probably still true if it's a biblical principle. It will be still true if it's a biblical yeah. principle. Yep. But you know, it, use discretion. Uh, yeah. Use discretion. Um, make sure that you, if you, if you have a resource that, hey, this person had an issue, and you know, maybe that's not a resource that you would share with a new believer because there'd be more questions than there would answers with what yep. they're doing. So just use your discretion, but uh, God doesn't throw, throw people away. I don't think. No, not at all. And I think that's, you know, as I'm sitting through here, like, like another thought that comes into mind is like, I've had people approach me because of my calling to my job title mm-hmm. that I'm a pastor and they, they, approach me and they give me language that seems to seems to think that my prayers count more mm-hmm. like hey i need you to pray about this mm-hmm. or i'll get people who who a little bit more pentecostal faith will be like well you have authority da 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 yeah and i'm sitting there and i'm like this is this is me i just really feel like i'm sitting there going like i don't have any more authority than you do right like the only right. difference between me and you is that god called me to this job right now yeah there are a hundred or two hundred people at this church who could do this job probably better than I could. The only difference is that God has called me to it for eighteen years. Yep, and I have, I have in my notes the exact same thing. In the power or authority that a pastor title or a leader title uh, may carry, it's not our own. It, it yep. all comes from the Lord, and that's, and that's the same for um, if you feel like you're the lowest of low believers. It's the same thing. That strength, that power, that authority. That's all from God. It's it's where the the playing field's equal in that equal yep. in that regard. Absolutely. Well, we thank you for listening. Uh, this one was probably more of uh, Justin and me just emoting about. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> but, yeah, but um, and it did end up being semi-serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. So. so so that means we still have to do a goofball one to try and recatch lightning in a bottle, like the uh, backpack conversation. Yeah. So let us but, know uh, what we can sound foolish about on on the air yes uh, we're really good at that so yeah. we thanks for listening um, we hope this was helpful we hope to help you kind of look back maybe at some things that God used um, other people God used in your life that you might have just kind of like pushed off and gone well if God used that to teach me something I can still hold on to that but also maybe you'll maybe you need to reach out maybe you need yeah. to like like there's somebody you haven't talked to and because they hit that question mark and got knocked off the pedestal. And you just need to call them, pray for them, encourage them. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Pray for those people. Pray for your pastors. Pray for those that that lead you because they are figuring it out just like you are. Yep, absolutely. Well, we thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.